0: Time for Dodge of Baseball.
1: Well, winning is boring, apparently. (laughs) I mean, if it was a little more exciting, I guess we would have recorded more than one episode in the last five weeks. But, uh, no, no, that's... (laughs) (laughs) It's not, don't worry, we didn't die, the show didn't get canceled, um, uh, Bo and I did not uh, go through a a serious divorce, we are still here covering the Dodgers in our own unique fun, uh, you know. Convenient for us way. Uh, this is Swing Shift. My name is Ryan Bershinger. He is Bo Benson. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Swing Shift RNB. If you have followed us, thank you because all we're doing is just adding to your following count and really not giving you anything to look at. But don't worry, there will be a tweet. We're
0: boosting. We're we're boosting their numbers. We
1: are. We are. We're making them look good. We're helping your your ratio. um If you one wanna... follower
0: could be the difference between like ten bucks and hundred bucks.
1: Listen. Speaking of which, uh, if you want us to follow you, ten dollars. Like you, you, yeah, you send us I, ten dollars, we will add to your follower account. Um, because we bring with us great social media prowess. Uh, so yeah, as I said, winning, I guess, is boring. The Dodgers, ho hum, just uh won their their ninth NL West title in the last 10 years. And, of course, that one outlier being uh, last season where the Dodgers uh, won 106 games, which, of course, tied a franchise record and did not win the division because the Giants won 107. But, hey, we all know how that ended up. And uh, looking at the standings this year, uh, eh, interesting that success didn't carry over. Yeah, isn't that wild? That's Hmm. odd.
0: Um, kind of, kind of feel like maybe we should, uh, while we're investigating January 6th, we should get to, uh, investigating the giants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something's going on over there.
1: Oh, uh, my goodness. Well, you know, uh, uh, courts have tried already, and Balco did get shut down. But, uh, you know, <laughs> 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 signs are just signs, I guess. Uh, all right. So, yes, the Dodgers are currently at 98 wins. Today's an off day. This is coming out the day after that. Uh, the, Do- the The Dodgers did lose their last game with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Who cares? Football started. <laughs> These games are whatever. This yeah, point. like
0: I'm literally... I am literally watching the Chiefs and the Chargers right now. You think I give a <laughs> goddamn about what the 98-win Dodgers did yesterday? Please. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> if, you, if you have an honest opinion on the events of last night's game and you're not being paid to cover the Dodgers in a, any capacity, uh, please go outside. <laughs>
1: Listen, if you came here expecting a Craig Kimbrell complaint fest, I, I, we're just not going to give it to you. Like, honestly, it just doesn't move the needle to me. And look, I get it. Kimbrel has been shaky overall throughout the season. He also became a uh, elite Hall of Fame level Craig Kimbrel again once he changed his walkout music to Let It Go, which <laughs> I didn't yeah. realize that he had kept it as a, a permanent fixture until I was at the game uh, last, what was that, t- uh, Tuesday night? Yeah. Um, where he comes out and you know i've had a couple beers at this point we're hanging out we're having a good time and i'm expecting to hear uh sweet child of mine as he comes out and then like i just hear a soft vocal track and then i realize that it's adina menzel and i'm like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> uh,
0: i think you mean adele
1: adele Dazeem. adele adele um and i was i was so thrown off i had to text you i'm like did i miss something it, and apparently I did. I didn't realize that, that he did actually stick with that. I, <laughs> which honestly... I would
0: like to go back to I, I would like to go back to you saying that we cover the Dodgers in our own unique way. And I do agree. And the, the unique way is that we just text everybody's bad takes to each other and laugh about them. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's great. Uh, and we like
1: vaguely do that on here. We just bring up other bad takes and just not credit them because we, yeah, we're, not, we're not bullies. Okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. We just gossip. Um, we're st- stupid,
0: but we're not that stupid. <laughs>
1: um, so I didn't realize that he had stuck with that. As his as his permanent walkout and honestly like it's ridiculous but I, this is this is the thing like it works and and yeah no
0: <laughs> baseball players are creatures of habit and creatures of superstition so yes whatever man.
1: I, I don't that, want if that's to... what
0: makes him feel better than do it <laughs> exactly I don't want to stumble
1: into a serious assessment of using let it go as a walkout song but I'm about to do it so whatever uh, <laughs> this, this is our podcast <laughs> god it um we can do whatever we want <laughs> I mean... a, a, a part of being a closer is like having um having that sort of mentality of, like, kind of being an asshole and just throwing down in the last inning because, you know, I'm the man, I can do it. And just the the music does add to the mystique and the attitude of the closer, does it not? Like, I mean, obviously a lot of the greatest closers of all time have iconic walkout songs. The Mets fans hated Edwin Diaz until he started having a dude with a trumpet play his walkout music, and now he's the greatest thing to ever happen in New York
0: no look if you're if you're in the box right and it's the ninth inning you're up you're down by one you got a man on first uh with one out if (laughs) you're expecting like uh welcome to the jungle or uh some metallica song to pop on uh when that bullpen door swings open and it's like playing elton john (laughs) like you know you're fucked you have no chance.
1: Honestly, like it's it's ridiculous, but like it it, it adds to this level of uh there's there's a level of confidence that comes with it right like you have to you have to be able to laugh at yourself to do those sorts of things and when you are able to laugh at yourself you have confidence in yourself you have confidence in your abilities and you're loose and that's a big thing that closers need to be able to do is they need to come out loose and excited and confident because if you tense up you're going to give up meatballs like it's it's just how it is so Play the most ridiculous songs coming out of the bullpen. Like, like we should, you know, when when uh, the Angels did Nickelback night. I don't remember how that worked for them, but uh, why not? <laughs> like, when when things are going poorly, do something ridiculous to to break that sort of tension. And be able to laugh at yourself a bit, and suddenly, like, you're able to perform well again. So, um, yeah, he, he, Kimberl gave up a home run and, and, and blew the save, or it wasn't a save, or no, it was. Yeah, he blew the save last night. Um, but prior to that, he hadn't even allowed a base runner in the month of September. Like, he was, he was actually doing pretty damn well. So, um, I, I'm not you know calling for Craig Kimbrell's head, okay, if you want to hear that Dodger talk is on every night um but <laughs> i I think that uh i i I still think that Kimbrell's obviously going to be a fixture of the playoff bullpen. I don't think you'll necessarily see him in ninth inning save opportunities you'll probably see them in at least one or two and people are going to freak out about it it's the nature of fans and and they are with their own closers go see how the braves fans are treating kenley jansen right now it's not pretty
0: um mm. Mm. yeah wow <laughs> interesting uh God, do you remember every dodgers fan that was just dude. shitting their diaper over not re-signing kenley jansen yeah. yeah and boy wow here we are in uh september <laughs> and october and kenley is just shit the bed maybe the Dodgers once again were correct
1: (laughs) the the tune is we know exactly how Dave Roberts is going to handle Craig Kimbrell in the in the postseason like he's we've seen him do it with Kenley before when he has struggled he has actually taken him out of the closer role but when he starts to pitch well again he puts him right back into it um because that's how Dave is he sticks with his guys who are in that role um but hopefully, and we'll kind of get into this as we're we're gonna look at what the the postseason roster is gonna be like. Uh, you know, hopefully you see more Evan Phillips or a healthy Blake Trinan in more high leverage situations. But you're going to see Craig Kimbrell in the postseason, so deal with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, uh, maybe the Dodgers will just be so good in the playoffs that they never need a closer. <laughs> and that that's, would be ideal. Yeah, no, that's that's how everybody should be looking at it. Right
1: uh you know win every game you know 10 to 2 um or exactly
0: look like <laughs> sure i'm talking like yeah they need to be like the the second of the uh kobe shack lakers what did they do like 15 and one in the postseason yeah. whatever that is right like yeah just don't lose at all <laughs> just never be in that position just dominate everybody
1: and this kind of brings to the point that i want to make about this team where this team feels Different than every other uh, team in the last decade where the Dodgers have won the division and been either World Series favorites or near the top of that list going into the postseason every time. I look at this team and the way that they have performed, because they're right now on pace to break the Dodgers single season win record. They're on pace for like 110, 111 wins, which is insane. And and I think because of the it fact is, that,
0: <laughs> that this team has been so good for a it, decade. It is obscene. Yeah. It's obscene. It, it's <laughs> like they've already clinched the division. It's, it's the second week of September and they have clinched the NL West. That's, that's insane.
1: And because we should really value that. Because especially how last season, how ridiculous it was through the month of September, where we had to actively pay attention to a team that was going to win over 105 games, like every day thinking like, we don't know if they're going to win the division or not, even though they're literally tying the franchise record for wins last season was so stupid like that this is what it's like (laughs) it's this is what last season should have felt like where it it was over a a week or two into september and you could just kind of coast and relax and literally freddie freeman who doesn't take a day off in his life actually gets a day off even though he like begged and pleaded dave roberts to be in the lineup like (laughs) please (laughs) please no freddie (laughs) you're 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 taking a day off damn it
0: it's It's, it's just so, and yeah, like I, there is a different vibe around this team. Like the, it's, they definitely have fun in their own way, but they are a lot, they are very businesslike in everything they do. It does
1: feel like a professional team, and I don't know, I don't know how to say that without sounding derogatory. But like, you I sound I, like Patriots fans. Yeah, I <laughs> this is a team that does it the right way, damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that like they they clearly do enjoy themselves and they clearly have a lot of fun. But they are a very smart, a very attentive team. They we've talked about, or uh, reporters have talked about the fact that like. There was a, a difference when Freddie Freeman joined this team, where guys are talking through at bats more because they can't refer to the uh, to the in game video anymore. Uh, Freeman will simply they've gotten better at just talking about their at bats in the dugout after their first go around in the lineup, and because of that, you have this guys are adjusting throughout the games. They're more comfortable at the plate, and uh, and they have like defined proven leadership in guys like Mookie and Freddie and people are following that lead incredibly well um and even to the point where like you look at the roster and you look at the lineup and still you know if you want to be somebody who cites batting average I think quite frankly (laughs) everyone can with this team where you have Muncie literally at 200 you have Uh, bellinger hovering around there you bring in joey gallo who has been better with the dodgers but statistically speaking is still hitting like 150 (laughs) with the dodgers um and these these guys are not albatrosses on the team they're not dragging the lineup down in any way because they still work at bats they play great defense and uh and they get on base and they do get clutch hits when they need to so it's really fascinating to watch where guys who statistically shouldn't be hitting as well still hit well Um, and there's just this overall feel to the team where you look at the team and as a fan, you kind of have to go like they're gonna win the world series right like they have to
0: like like, this is the best team Uh, in baseball like can you you imagine how nice it would be if they just were like the 09 yankees and they were just good the entire year and they just won the world series yeah like everybody expected them to right that'd be nice and and that's where we're at
1: is i'm looking at this team going like i i i'm trying to find a reason why they won't win the world series and the only reason is because baseball is stupid and it's hard like, like, that's the only thing I can come up with. Like, I'm looking at it going, <laughs> that, like, something that, dumb is going to that's happen. That's a
0: lot of the, uh, that's a lot of the last few years. Yeah. Too.
1: Yeah. Like, I, you know, last season we had Max Muncy get his elbow blown up on the last game of the season because we're out there still trying despite being 106 wins. Um, and you know, I pray to God and I'm knocking on wood right now that none of that shit happens this time, but I'm looking at it like with the pitching staff. Um, yeah, we don't have Bueller. And that's unfortunate, but also Bueller wasn't really Bueller at all this season. Um, yeah. Blake Trinan has thrown like four innings or whatever, <laughs> but but he apparently is fully ready to go. Dave Roberts is saying that he fully expects him back and everything's going to be fine, and hopefully Trinan is himself, and that's a huge part of the bullpen. But looking at the guys, like, Kershaw is, in essence, rested, right? He's, he's had the season that we expected him to have, mm-hmm. where he spent a decent amount of time on the injured list, but that's fine because he should be all good to go by postseason. He just threw a great outing against the Diamondbacks. Um, Tony Gonsolin is getting some time off because of his strained forearm. Also, you know, might very well be a blessing in disguise to get him some time off because he hasn't thrown this many innings before. And he's really the only guy on the roster where I'm looking at his innings going, he hasn't thrown this much before. We He should take a break. Urias did it last season. And so you shouldn't expect the same burnout that happened to him at the end of last season. Uh, Dustin May and Andrew Haney should be in midseason form because of the amount of time they've been on the injured list. Uh, Tyler Anderson has has been there throughout the season, but it's still, it's not like he's going to log 200 innings on, that, on, on the arm. So uh, I still feel fine with him. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm looking at this team and there is just a, a general sense of dread that is only associated with the fact that this is baseball <laughs> and like you're looking at the team going this team <laughs> should win the world series they're they're on paper this they should have no problem they're the best team in baseball and they should win the world series and I still feel like like it's it's just so damn hard because only one team does and if they're not that team this season yeah. is going to be unfortunately a disappointment <sighs> but at the same time, they're gonna break the all-time franchise record for wins. They play fantastically. Uh, they have the the same sort of like comeback nature of 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 the team of a few years ago. They top to bottom,
0: like they have. They're never out of it. That's yeah. That's the big thing. Like you never you never really feel like they're out of a game. No, I I, I think. We we
1: should celebrate just how good this team is and how fun it is to watch this team. And like honestly, if you've spent any part of this season like heavily complaining about this team, nothing is really ever going to satisfy you. <laughs> like I don't know what no, else to exactly. tell you.
0: Like, uh, you could be a Padres fan. Like think about how shitty that is. Right. Right. Like, God. Um, Did they get they got actively worse after they traded for Soto? Huh.
1: They yeah, yeah, they were yeah, I don't know that... if they reached the 500 mark with Soto yet. They might have, but um I, I stopped I stopped paying attention to them because they they fell off and uh you know, they, they they're yeah. they, I mean good for them though. They did get a win in back-to-back series with the Dodgers. So they've avoided sweep twice in a row now against the Dodgers, <laughs> that's, which that's... is a step up.
0: The San Diego Librarians might uh, want to tweet about that. <laughs>
1: Um, and we never got to talk about um, the funniest story in baseball, and that was uh, <laughs> uh, Fernando Tatis Jr.'s uh, PED suspension. Wow! Um, yeah. Oh man! Oh, that's man. so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... That's it's so good. I I just I never want to hear anything. No. A- and the best part is, is that like it really has thrown his entire career into a, a, that question mark right category because. Uh, he did not know he. The, anytime someone says, "Oh, I thought it was for X," they're lying. Yeah, let me tell you that right now. If you believe that, you're a fucking rube. <laughs> he absolutely knew what he was doing, and that steroid that he was taking is, you know, performance enhancing. Yeah. So we now get to question everything Tatis has done up to this point in his career. <laughs> really makes you wonder how he just came out of nowhere like that, huh?
1: Yeah. Very interesting. It's uh, it's unfortunate for the game of baseball because he's a legitimately exciting player. But um, it's, I mean, let's let's just—he's also very obviously an idiot <laughs> because oh he missed—he missed this season. Do you for think the Padres reasons. regret
0: that contract yet?
1: <laughs> they have to, and, and uh,
0: this is—I why... would not be—I would not be shocked to see him like float in trade rumors. Yeah. And, and this is... They just sold the farm for Juan Soto, who did absolutely nothing for them, <laughs> uh, and they're going to start feeling that pressure.
1: I, I've always said, and there, this will never happen because the Players Association will never go for it, but the best way to deter PED use is to make it a rule where teams are allowed to void contracts of players that test positive for performance enhancers. The the union will never go for it. Um
0: no, but, never, and
1: they it would it would uh it would completely destroy any and like again, it's I don't think p e d use is that rampant i think i I mean there's a lot of supplements now that guys can take that are totally i think n- use normal and uh yeah you, know, you take Nugenics after you're uh, in twenty
0: twenty two if you get caught using like an actual steroid, you are the dumbest person alive, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And to to be have that be the uh, the following action to you missing the entire season because you fell off of your motorcycle. It's like, a <laughs> Like it's uh. it's it's unfortunate and like I I do feel bad for Padres fans because they finally they they got no, something they can be happy about and then uh, you know their long term investment turns out to be a dumbass. Um, but you know. <sighs> You, yeah, you, can't, help laugh no, no. you yeah. can't help but laugh at it. You um, can't help but laugh at it. No. Anyway. So, yeah. Oh, the, my God. The Dodgers uh, should win the World Series. <laughs> it's the... It's, the uh, it's really the 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 main point here. And if they don't... And that'll so wrap sad. this episode, because we will now be wanted men in the uh, city of Los Angeles.
0: <laughs> I am going underground in New Mexico.
1: Um... Since we're talking about the postseason, let's look at what the postseason roster will look like. Um, because I think there's really there's one spot that is up for conversation because I think that the pitching staff is set for because it's going to be thirteen and thirteen. And assuming that Tony Gonsolin, Blake Trinan, and Bruce Star Gratterall are healthy, I think all three of them are there. I think I think Gratterall has pitched well enough when he's healthy this season to show that they, they need they need a couple right-handers in the bullpen, and so I think Raderall is there. Um, and then to go with the other the other nine p- pitchers here would be Kershaw, Urias, May, Anderson, Haney, Kimbrell, Ferguson, Vesia, Chris Martin, and uh, uh, Evan Phillips. That's ten. Ten plus three is thirteen. Good. Good job, Ryan. Um, so <laughs> the. Uh, um, the the ones that I think are interesting, I think Vessia and Ferguson have pitched well enough to to earn their way onto the playoff roster. Uh, Vessia, especially over the last month, has looked very good. Yeah. Um, Ferguson's numbers are excellent. I, I think that that Ferguson's one of the most underrated relievers in the league. He doesn't put up the strikeout he, overpowering numbers that people like, but uh, his his curve is nasty. People just simply don't hit him. So I like Ferguson a lot in the pen. Did
0: did you did you say Conley?
1: I did not. I think. The, I think he
0: has a chance I depending on how so. he does over the last couple of weeks here.
1: I agree. I think the the bubble pitchers I have uh, would yeah would be Tommy Canley, um, Phil Bickford only because he's been nope. there throughout the nope. season, but he's not going zero. to. Yeah, zero. Um, no. If I see Bickford,
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna lose my mind. He's simply going to be
1: on the, you know, the taxi squad. <laughs> um, he'll be there with the team, but there's there's way too many pitchers that have passed him up. Um, Yency Almonte, if he's healthy, is is a bubble option. Um, David Price is a bubble option. Um, And for funsies, I put uh, Ryan Pepio and Bobby Miller as bubble options. I don't think either of them are realistic at this point, though. Um, So I would like to see what Tommy Canely does in this last month. Um, And I think he's the one with the highest ceiling of guys. And if anybody is not healthy, I have a feeling he would be the 13th pitcher. But I wouldn't be shocked if it's Almonte or... David Price um <laughs> now looking at the the uh the offensive side I think that's the spot where there is one spot that's that's open for debate so looking at looking at the offense you've got 13 13 hitters 13 pitchers so uh Will Smith and Austin Barnes behind the plate Freddie Freeman assuming he's healthy Gavin Lux uh Max Muncie, Trey Turner Justin Turner Mookie Betts Cody Bellinger Trace Thompson Joey Gallo, and Chris Taylor. Um, I think Gallo's a lock. I I, I don't want to hear anybody say he's not because I, I don't want to live in that world. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> for the last spot, up for debate here. The guy who's been there all season is Hanser Alberto, but uh, you could easily do better with that spot. And I what I think they should do there is Miguel Vargas, um, or you could have James Outman. I think that Outman would i think vargas would get the edge over outman only because you have a couple other left-handed outfielders already in bellinger and gallo um so they might opt for a right-handed infielder like vargas instead and i'm afraid that they'll just go with or alberto because that's the easy reliable option but i think if you just have alberto on the taxi squad he gets to still hang out there and uh and and party and be the cheerleader on the on the bench, which is a yeah, if, good role for. Him. If
0: Vargas can if Vargas can put together like a month here where he actually looks like you a guy you could play, yeah, um, he will probably make it. Yeah, yeah, I think. But so. after that, after that, since that San Francisco intro, he's not uh, not been the guy I wanted him to be. Very yeah, disappointed in you, Miguel. I,
1: I think that um, hopefully he's he'll get a lot of looks in this last month here. Um, and maybe Outman uh, gets added at some point and he's he's able to... I, I I hate that the rosters aren't 40 in the last month anymore. I think that... I get that I a lot of people are like, oh, it's too many pitching changes or whatever. I, I think it really came down to, you know, teams like the Reds not wanting to have to pay for room and board for another month of 10 guys. <laughs> so I think that's the reason why oh, they... That sounds right. They axed it down to 28. I, I think that having those extra players during the last month of the season is actually very important. And I think that it's kind of fun as a fan because you get to see some players that you haven't seen throughout the season. Um, But only, you know, if your team has a gigantic lead on the division (laughs) um, where they get to ice up these games. So, you know, I would have... Yeah, we could have had some Yorby Vivas action in this last month, but uh, I guess not. Um so oh, <laughs> um no that's that's okay. I, I they should have like gone to thirty. I mean twenty eight is really just not it's not enough of a difference, but no, we're fine. No, um you know, Matt Bailey's uh, a free it's agent.
0: Manfred ball, you know?
1: Yeah. Right. Right. Um uh, yes, Beatty was released by the, the Padres, or rather he was sent to the minors, and Matt Beatty said, you know what, fuck you, I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather not be employed than be in your minor league system, so uh, Matt Beatty left the San Diego organization. So there's a spot, that could be the, the last match oh. spot.
0: Um, uh, I'm out, <laughs> so, I'll see you guys later.
1: But I mean, speaking of players that were jettisoned by the Padres... Um, Trace Thompson has been my favorite player to watch over these last couple months. Um, (laughs) Joey Gallo is also my favorite player to watch, but um, uh, not quite the same success that Trace Thompson has brought, even though I think that Gallo has brought a good amount of success, and I I think that should be celebrated. Um,
0: Yeah. There's no reason to have expected Gallo to come in and hit, like, 400, but I think he's been fine. Yeah, yeah better than he was in new york right (laughs) exactly
1: and good good for him he's clearly happy like i i don't think you think this man would have taken shirtless pictures with people dressed like chippendales uh with the new york yankees you think he would have done that with the way that new york was treating him No. no 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 he's he is he has embraced la the team loves him him and hanser alberto are best friends uh he he doesn't hate his life anymore so i'm happy for joey gallo uh, and, and good on you for, for escaping that hellhole of the Bronx. Um, but Trace Thompson has been fantastic. And I think the point that I want to make is I think right now, in terms of if you're looking at what the outfield should be in the postseason, I don't think there's a debate in terms of like between Trace Thompson and Cody Bellinger or Trace and Chris Taylor. I think Trace should be an everyday outfielder in the postseason um whether that be in center or in left based on whoever else is starting that day i think the debate is really between cody and and joey gallo um and against lefties me you know maybe chris taylor it, it'll be interesting to see what they would do against lefties in the postseason in terms of if they want to if they want to roll with Lux against the lefty or if they want to just go with the, the glove in the outfield and put cody or, or gallo out there um but i think yeah, Trey I, Thompson should i, be I think
0: Cody's almost guaranteed to start in the playoffs. His, the, he's too good at center field and Dave? We we've established many times before that Dave chases narratives mm. and Cody is, for what it's worth, he's a playoff narrative guy. He is. He's had big hits in uh, in the last two postseasons. Yeah.
1: Look, I, I I don't hate it if if Cody is still playing every day. I think that that's fine. Um, I I just think that if we're opting for Cody and Gallo over Trace Thompson being in either of those spots against a right hander um I I think I would I would rather see Trace out there right now because it's Mm. crazy his his reverse splits are wild um but he's just crushing the ball he's he's playing great outfield defense he's he's hitting incredibly well um no yeah I just I, I I love uh what Trace has done so far and I think that he's he's earn that spot in terms of being at not only everyday consideration but probably playing every day
0: yeah i mean end of the day these are like good problems to have oh yeah and like it's nice that they have basically a month to figure this all out yeah yeah
1: well i guess we have a month to to try and do another episode
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, no, that's that's, I, I just dude justin herbert's ridiculous I, herbert's yeah, ridiculous no, man god i know tell me so tell stupid. me that he threw
1: it to gerald everett tell me that gerald everett does.
0: oh sure. no it was not it was mike mike williams caught this this ball
1: now he remembers that mike williams is on his team uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh. all right well um yeah we're keeping this episode short today because you know bo and i are busy men we have to we have to uh, only get uh, we we spent five weeks trying to find a time to record and uh here it is, just for <laughs> just for a half hour, um, and that's fine. Uh, there's honestly just not a ton to go off of with this team, and and I think that that's that's again, it's great problems to have. Um, winning is great. Winning is a lot of fun. Um, let's just hope that the winning keeps going. And I, I don't know what else to say other than that. Like, <laughs> it's, as I said, this team really should win the World Series, and. Um, if they don't, it's because a series of things went wrong. Or it's because baseball is just stupid. And that's typically the reason. So uh,
0: Swing Shift Country. Let's ride.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, any final swing thoughts? Swing shift there? country.
0: Let's ride.
1: That's right. Swing Shift Country. That's right. That's
0: right. Cody <laughs> Bellinger Country let's strike out <laughs> oh
1: shit yeah alright well as always fuck you Don Wooten um, thank you to the house band Ass Life we really do appreciate all the work you do and uh, uh, Swing Shift will return soon okay we're you know I, at the end of last episode we're like we're not gonna take a month to record the next one and yeah, we, no. we took longer so you know hey it's, it's yeah it's,
0: Hey, you know, that shit happens, man.
1: Football season is a very busy time for us. Um, And again, Bo and I work opposite schedules. Look, we're just making excuses to you. And and that's... Yeah, no,
0: really it is just... Uh yeah you know, i don't owe you shit really yeah. i mean you the people listening to this i don't owe you an explanation
1: you don't pay us anything
0: yeah like <laughs> you want to buy some t-shirts from us or something let me know and then maybe i'll explain gaps but we do this the for fuck? free <laughs>
1: we don't owe you shit <laughs> uh but seriously Just be thank thankful you.
0: you get this damn yeah. Yeah. yeah um
1: thank you thank you no we really do appreciate anybody who listens and um uh, we appreciate any financial contributions that come from that.
0: Um, yes uh, our ven our Venmo handles will be in the description. <laughs>
1: um, or if you listen to this, you probably know us personally, so just send it to our home address.
0: <laughs> yeah, no sense. you can just put it in an envelope, give it to Ryan. Just, he'll give just, me my share. Just give me um,
1: cash when you see me.
0: Gas is expensive, man. you uh, <laughs> all know this, but
1: uh, goodness. All right. Well, until next time, uh, we we thank you all so much. Uh, Let's let's win a world title. Better,
0: goddamn.
1: best fair foul hitter ever his name is Dicky
0: Pierce Dicky Pierce <laughs> yeah. I'm not lying as I tell you that I regret it but <laughs> Dickie Pierce 1870s